And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we wanted to start a podcast and we didn't want to put a lot of effort into it. Or money. Or effort. Or sleep. Obviously. Which is part of the reason why we're here. Part of this is to also follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N and hi. Good to be back with you. From the Midwest of the U.S. at the moment, Bridget Fitch has able to make it. Hi, hon. Hi. Howdy, everybody from the Cornfield Resistance. You know, it's actually kind of funny. Um, you know, Saturdays are my days out with uh, my friends. And, you know, we, we get together. We watch we watch TV. We watch movies. You know, play games, whatever. Have dinner. And they decided that uh, today was going to be fried green tomatoes. Uh, two different types of uh, snossages. And because they were freshly delivered to our local Wegmans, yes, I pronounced it correctly, <laughs> Wegmans. Kids, if you, don't, if you don't get that reference, go look it up. Weg, Vag, Veg, Wegners. Wagners. Weg, Wegners. Wegmans. Wegmans. Uh, Wegmans, by the way. Great, yeah. They're a great company. Uh, they've got some. They've got some uh, amazing stuff. They don't necessarily have the cheapest prices, but what you get in overall service and experience with them absolutely makes up for it. But uh, they had gotten fresh uh, corn very recently, Ooh. so they got they got a bunch of corn on the cob. Oh my God! If you have never had literal freshly picked corn on yeah. the cob, sweet corn on the cob. Uh-huh. It is. It, it is. It is. There is. There is such a difference. If you're oh, lucky yeah. enough to live in an area where there's like rural capacity nearby, oh. J- um, when we so lived in Arkansas, I grew my own, and I would pick it and immediately go straight into the house and throw it in some boiling water. Damn straight. And it was like candy. It was so good. It does it? It. It. It's wonderful. So yeah, the the corn thing. Yeah, man. We we. Yeah. Ah, I grew several different varieties, and they were so good. It's a way to I do. I miss it. I miss not having a garden, but our soil here sucks. Yeah, so that, I don't I, have one. I hear you. So good to be with you all. Uh, we are expecting any moment now. Unrenowned Tech, <laughs> speak of the devil, and he pops right up. Unrenowned Tech, hi. Did I miss anything? Holy mm. shit, you're allowed. Oh, <laughs> uh, we were making fun of uh, Dr. Oz and Wagner's and his crudite for the erudite. Oh, fuck. You know, fuck all the fuck uh, that pretentious uh, ass. I know. Uh, Dr. Oz is... I, I love how everybody says he's such a good Christian American. It's like, you, do you realize he's a Muslim, right? He's a Muslim from Turkey. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, no, that's fake news. It's like... No, no, it's, it's not. not. He's like, are you telling me his birth certificate's fake news? Yeah, he still has uh, Turkish citizenship. Yeah, I mean that that. I, I'm sorry, but that's a conflict of interest here, folks. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 
that's that's more of a conflict of interest than somebody who's both American and Canadian. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. On on the scale of rating, like allies, enemies, all that other stuff, in terms of you know warfare and a whole nine yards, I'd mm. rather you know confer and you know work with somebody who's Canadian American dual citizenship than mm-hmm. Turkey American dual citizenship. No offense well, to he, Turkey. Well, he has ser- he has served in the there's, military. There, there's military reasons for that. Yeah. Yeah, there, 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 there are a number of documented reasons to distrust him, and we're not going to go into all of them because remember, we don't have, have a whole show for that. We, it's only a two-hour set, and yep. it's it, it's all good. So, uh, you doing okay right now? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. I'm, um, um, just was having a chat with the offspring. No worries. So good that you're able to make it. For those of you and, that, sorry, uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> I was going to say there is a, um, a comedian named Steve Hofstetter. Oh yes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, love the guy. Got to see him live. I got to see him before he was popular. He's absolutely amazing. But he actually does a whole breakdown on Doctor Oz. So if somebody really wants to understand uh, why. Dr. Oz is not a good choice as a politician, let alone a doctor. Mm. Um, yeah, while go I'm, look up Steve Hofstetter. You know, better, you go. better yet, while I'm doing my my uh, opening, how about you find that and link it in so that we can drop it for everybody? Because I, I know sure. of which you speak of. I have watched that, and oh my God, he is delicious. He is also going to be in, or has just recently been in, the Buffalo area. So, you know... If I, I'm telling you, if you can get first off, anybody who's listening to me, if you don't know who Steve Hofstetter is and you go to see him, do not speak unless you're asked because he does not. No, he does not tolerate hecklers. No, he will put you in your place. If you go just to heckle him, which some people have done, he has made them look incredibly stupid and monetized off the off of it in the process. So not only are you going if you try to do that, will you end up looking dumb, but you're going to earn him more money in the pro- process. He's very, very smart. This is not a dumb comedian. Mm. And, um, but however, if you like a smart comedian, somebody who can give you the fart jokes as well as the intellectual jokes, you will not be disappointed in him. He has not paid us to say this. No. I have seen him. I have followed him. Um, he's just really, really good. Just like, um, what's his face? Uh, from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. The one who plays, um, uh, oh, God, uh, Larry, the, the guy who plays Larry the Cable Guy. I can't remember his name. He is hyper intelligent, and he plays some of the dumbest roles. And he, that because he's so smart, he's able to do that. Yep, there's that. Uh, so, and I put the link in there. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, for those of you that are able to join us live, of course, feel free to, because YouTube is um, I- exactly as much as we can afford. Because yeah. we don't, we don't ask for money. I mean, you want to donate money? I mean, that's not going to take it away. But yeah, if, not monetized. If you would like to drop in on us, you can go ahead and do that. Just like 
over there in the in the in the in the side panel if you're watching on the video it's right over there i'm pointing at it with my good finger so stephanie good morning and welcome back yeah moving house sucks but yeah it does. but uh yeah uh, the the fact that um you didn't mention that anybody had like stress injuries or anything from it that's a bonus so you know good and Felis. Good evening. Good morning. No, it's evening still over the high. So it's, it, it's, it's all, it's all good over here. And I was just, um, I was just in contact with my little one, uh, who had uh, let me know he signed into the Plex server earlier. And I'm just like, cool. What'd you watch? Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> all right, whatever. It yeah. turned out. No, I don't have any, I don't have any on the Plex server that he can access. I, however, did just get a message from him that said that he had opened up the video series for There She Is. For those of you that don't remember uh, the There She Is series, uh, I will... Uh, somebody remind me so I can look it up because that is a that is a wonderful, wonderful animated series, relatively short, uh, Korean, as I recall, and it took, I think, almost a decade to finish it. Wow. But, uh, I mean, it was, it, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Uh, and it's, uh, a message that resounds very, very interesting to this day. So it's a, it's I still, a, I still need to watch Hell Girl. I've got all series on that. I don't know that one. Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah. And, um, the anime. Yeah. So, uh, since, oh, yeah. Okay. Since I didn't mention it, uh, remember last week I was talking about the drink that I was having, which was that Long Island iced tea from Chi Chi's? Yes. Well, this week from the Chi Chi's brand, we have pineapple margarita. <gasps> because we said, no. yeah, you should have Long Island iced tea. Hey, margarita. Yeah, I now, love margaritas. Okay, now I have never had a margarita before. I do, however, absolutely love pineapple juice. Not for the reasons that you guys are thinking, you pervs. But uh, what is I've, so pervy about pineapples? I mean, they're rib, but they're not actually like rib for pleasure. Well, it depends on what you're eating in the middle of the summer. I. Well, it's not like hot or warm apple pie, <laughs> which I won't talk about that. The, oh, like American pie? The, the the apple pies that we used to make at the bakery mm -hmm. that I was working at, it mm -hmm. was five pounds <gasps> of apples inside of these things, and they were ten inches no. across. I had to put I had to put the the aluminum tray, uh, you know, the, the, the pan with the uh, with the pressed out dough in it. Mm -hmm. And that was measured out to a specific amount, but then I had a a literal counterweight balance set for five pounds. And after mixing up um, a bushel of apples, after slicing them up, which was done by hand on one of those you know manual crank uh, peeler slicer machines. Oh my god, I can't tell you how many of those I broke over the years. And they're just like, yeah, just go get another one from stores. 
I would mix these things like you wouldn't believe in a big ass bin with with sugar and cinnamon and and, and I don't even remember what the rest of the stuff was unfortunately but oh my god the only time I have ever found an apple pie that I actually like was that one and it was good it was good any case so yeah chi-chi's brand uh, and and we kind of ragged on this last week too. The Chi Chi's brand, um, as a restaurant, to the best of my knowledge, doesn't exist any longer as as a restaurant. But um, apparently, the Chi Chi's brand for um, drinks still exists. I don't know why. The Chi Chi's brand uh, salsa still exists too, and that's actually pretty decent. That's yeah. That's a good. That's a good point right there. So. Uh, fireball apple pie. Uh, Phyllis, no, no, it was, um, it was, uh, car- it was, um, caramel topped apple streusel pie. And oh. that I, I, I'm honest and truly serious. Th- that was like, that was like our famous staple at that business. And we sold that to restaurants all over the Buffalo Metro. And, you know, companies had it like crazy. It was just a, a, a thing. And the, the the fact that, you know, it's not available anymore. I don't have the, uh, I don't have the recipe for it. Uh, it, it sucks. It really, really sucks because it was really, really good. But is uh, is what it is. Uh, what was that? Yeah, bit you ended yesterday a lot earlier than we do. Oh, okay. So I get to uh, take a quick taste off of this. But oh yeah, definitely. Wait a minute. Oh mother! Ah, oh, god damn it! It's that industrial uh, pineapple mm. scent. Yeah, so it's so what it is, yeah. So that's the synthetic flavoring, is what. Oh, it god damn it! It's oh, it's like okay. So it starts off as it, right away. It starts off with my nose going. Oh, it's pineapple. Uh, wait, this is grapefruit. Ah, uh, the. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm getting, and I I I, I don't want to drink it now because of that. Yeah, anytime I've cooked baked or anything like that and i've had to use a synthetic flavoring you can tell you can just tell that it's synthetic you're better off if you want to make like a a a condensed version of a flavor for a pie or something you're better off getting the actual fruit and making a compote or something and doing it yourself Uh, there's just the the only thing i will buy in a glass jar for flavoring is vanilla extract because it it the stuff i get is made from real vanilla it's not synthetic flavoring you need an actual real margarita shajan yeah with yeah. like the lime juice and the tequila and all that hey, do yeah. you like whiskeys at all no hard liquors i i sorry hard liquors i do not liqueur is a different thing by the way um mm-hmm. Bridget, would you be so kind as to narrate to everybody what's going on on the video right now? Shujin's like recapping this thing and going, no bueno. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally putting it aside. I have nothing to drink now. I don't care. It's 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 not worth it. The, 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 the taste of that asking, shit is just... Uh... 
The reason why I was asking about whiskeys is because there's something that I like that I have to be very careful when I drink because I can't drink whiskeys. Um, and it's called Irish Mist. It's a sipping liqueur that has it's a it's a whiskey base, but it's made from honey. Flavy hmm. honey is good. It, it's <laughs> it's it coats your mouth and throat like a cough syrup might. A little bit thinner than that. It's sweet, honey sweet. And it's a very good sipping liqueur. But it also mixes well with things like orange juice and certain sodas and such. So if you're ever looking for something that you just want to sip on, you want it a little sweet, something like that, if you want it a little kick, just, just get a small little container of Irish mist and enjoy. You know? Fireball is good, too. Fireball is, is, is a different th- a different animal. Irish mist warms when it goes down. It doesn't burn. Fireball has a tendency to burn a little bit. Well, it's like cinnamon red hot, kind of. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for a cinnamon red hot, that's one thing. I'm I'm mm. talking about something that's more akin to like a honey lot throat lozenge in liquid form. Oh, well, great! Oh, that's honey just... is, is... without the medicinal flavoring. Yeah, JD There's... honey is good. So I was, uh, I was trying to think there was another honey, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, if ever wanna if ever wanna taste Buckley's, I guess I'll, I'll just call up on you and find out how to do that then. Oh God, no, 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 no! Irish Mist does not taste like Buckley's. Fisherman's oh, friend. Canadian Mist is really good too. It's kind of sweet. No, I was actually introduced uh, to Irish Mist by a couple Irishmen. Strangely enough, uh, that that was funny. A couple musicians. Um, they would have it at the end of every show that they did. Uh, to help um, coat their throat and help recover from all the singing. Okay, that's interesting. Cream is good too. I brought back some from Jamaica and it was delicious. Eh. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff from Jamaica that's delicious. To eat. This is true. Yeah, and and even and even some of it could actually operate the aircraft while you're in flight. But we 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 don't we don't we don't maybe. Could be. Oh, my 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 phone just lit up at me. What happened over here? Getting worried. Oh, I got a message from him. Uh, oh, the little one just uh, was was uh, saying you too, because I just told him I'm on the show. Have a good night. Cool. He's uh, he's doing his thing. All right. Cool. Yeah, he's back at uh, back at college. We had a we had a good visit Sunday, uh, meaning a week ago. I went out there for his birthday. I got him and his uh, sweet mates to get Chinese takeaway because that's what they wanted to have for dinner. So, pff, I, I was expecting to sit down, but okay. So we got that. I bought at, uh, at, at the local grocery store over there, a cannoli cake they had in the freezer, but we had so much food in us. We didn't have any. <laughs> so, so I left the school without having any cake with him that way. So he, he had it later in the week. So, yeah, it's all good. Anyway. Yeah, Jim Banks is an ass. Okay, Tech, he's from my state. You guys you guys are talking about, okay, you guys are talking about other stuff. It's going to have to Yeah, wait. we're talking about some Twitter posts, yeah. All right. He got ratioed, I think. Can't say what I'm thinking right now. Can't say what I'm thinking right now. But uh, it, it involves um, cleavage. Mm. Again, not what you purpose are thinking. So just, just trust me on this one. I'm speaking in the geological sense. Uh, 
Let me go ahead, do the opening. We've got the horrible scopes and then we'll just kind of work from there. Sounds good? Sure, we'll yeah. go with that. Sounds good. All right. So with five minutes on the clock, your five minute freestyle starts right now. Experts. And uh, I, I know that there's very likely going to be a lot of gnashing of teeth on the mute buttons right about now with everybody going. Arr. You ever notice that suddenly everybody becomes an expert on every problem that comes up in society suddenly? Everybody is a virologist all of a sudden and actually know how to pronounce the word virologist, which in and of itself is actually kind of impressive. You think about it. And then you got these people who are all of a sudden they're experts on constitutional law. And then suddenly they're they're experts on uh, deficit reduction and and the workhorse of the Federal Reserve Bank and, and, and how Wall Street works and, and just a whole bunch of other things like, you know, how librarians work. The hell, people? Come on. One of the things that is special about what we do, we don't have a problem with kicking back and going, you know what? Screw it. I, I, I don't know. Tell me what you think it is, and then uh, we'll go and double check it all afterwards. We, we aren't going to go ahead and make stuff up, man. That's, that's not our way. That's not, that's not the way that we do things over here. We try very hard, even at the risk of our own egos. No, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to make up stuff. We're not going to suddenly become experts on everything. And once upon a time ago, it used to be called Monday morning quarterbacking. Remember that term? Once upon a time ago? I do. Of course, I'm. Also, old enough to remember when the Buffalo Bills used to have a chance at winning a Super Bowl, but apparently the cigarette-smoking man has basically nixed that one for the rest of time. So, you know, screw him. I digress. There are so many of these people who suddenly think they know everything on a topic, whether they do or they don't. And that's the problem, isn't it? That we've been railing against? That there are so many people that don't even understand, they have never heard the term Dunning-Kruger and don't realize just how deep into the Dunning-Kruger well they actually are. It drives us collectively up a wall because even if we were to try to explain, look, that, that's not the way that this works, that's not the way that any of this works, they don't care. Because for them, they have to know. They have to know. They have to be right. They they have to be an expert in whatever the hell it is that they're talking about. They have to be able to, and I'm going to use this term, perhaps incorrectly, mansplain any and everything in it. And I'm, I'm using it only because we get the idea, even though it doesn't necessarily need to be men who are doing it, because Lord knows we've had enough Karens do it. They think they know all of what's going on. The worst of it are the people who think they're in some kind of position of authority. And you turn around with people who actually know what the hell they're talking about. And it's like, dude, you, you don't you don't know squat one of what you're talking about. It's easy enough to see that kind of thing happening. Now that the Bigfoot effect is in force with everything, it's amazing to just watch and see now. Because you can watch, you can see, you can listen Camera doesn't lie. 
especially when there's more than one camera. That's important. When you end up with more than one camera, especially one that starts earlier than others, you get a much better feel for what's going on around you. First Amendment auditors out there will show you on YouTube easily just how bad these people who think they're in positions of authority have got it. And yeah, there are going to be some people who are going to be really upset with this one, but there are numerous, numerous examples of local police forces who don't know the law. They absolutely don't. If you were to go down the street and wave your middle finger at a police officer and they pull you over for that, that is breaking the law. Not you. You're allowed to show your grievance. The idea that you can use whatever language you want because free speech is protected speech and the police can't do shit about it. At least the ones who actually know what the hell they're talking about. If you want to show that you're an expert in a topic, the best way is to shut the fuck up. Episode 419 on the docket, Your Honor. Is this you? We were talking about this, uh, Bridget and I, before we got on to the show, about how the Twitter account for the White House has gone ahead and has been using the... I don't think it's quite become a hashtag at this point, but is this you where there are people who are in positions of authority, in positions of power uh, in the legislative branch of our government here who are whining and kvetching? Yeah, I, I can I can speak Yiddish kvetching about the reduction of the forgiveness of 10,000 $20,000 worth of student debt for some students in this country. And people are yelling and screaming about it and saying effectively, well, I had to work through mine. Why can't they go through theirs? And the Twitter account for the White House has basically been saying, is this you? And then screenshot dropping the way that they kvetched about other things, or even better, screenshots of other loans that they were forgiven in the, in some cases, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. Yep. PPP loans. But of course, but of course, we know full well it's not going to do anything to those individuals because they have shown time and time again, they don't feel shame, but the people who are following along and are seeing what's going on, what was the expression? Dragging everybody's ass and bringing the receipts yep. and they get to see it. Yep. So it's public information. So we're going to we're going to have a little bit of fun with this because if you're going to drag somebody's ass, you do it the right way and oh, 
is this just ship's kiss glorious because if you're gonna do somebody you do them with class before we do that of course it is time for the horrible scopes so for those of you that know what your astrological sign is <laughs> yeah whatever you know d doesn't matter i used to i used to get the little rolls every once in a while when i was a kid because it was fun it was entertaining it was you know it's 25 cents in the in the machines you re you remember those things back in the late 70s early 80s because you know it, it was it was fun that's all yeah. it, i i never thought anything about it, but business it may this week, I didn't get anything that was like, hey, I would like a theme this week, so congratulations. We're kind of back on track, and it's it's all going to be the way that it is. So have fun with these, and we'll get rolling from here. Aries, your end-of-summer vacation should be to the magical country of Florin. Enjoy horseback rides through the majestic sweeping hills and countryside, tour the mid-15th century castle, and enjoy a feast held in your honor with the ruling family. And if you're especially adventurous, you might even take a midnight fishing cruise. For availability and reservations, call Bill Silvermane at area code 212-Klondike52018. MasterCard, Visa, American Express, and Diners Club cards are accepted. Taurus, you want to be a secret agent, but you can't keep anything to yourself. This week, your challenge to become a better person is to just shut the hell up. See? You're complaining already. Good Christ, you just can't follow directions at all, can you? See, this is why you never got that red rider BB gun. Less is more, okay? Gemini, your music collection is a mess. All those mixed CDs in the 300 CD flipbook binder are going to deteriorate on you soon. So you better just rip them onto your computer. And no, that CD duplicating machine you bought back when you're in your CD piracy days isn't worth it anymore. Just donate to some archaeology department at a college. It's safe. The Statue of Limitations has expired on all those bootlegs from 1997. Yeah, as a uh, uh, as an aside, um, yeah, <laughs> I've um, I've 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 got a very large collection. Mine, however, is all my software discs from back in the day. You know, things like MechWarrior Two, the Star Trek Interactive Manual, uh, manual the um, Klingon Lang. Oh, I've still got the Klingon language disc. I should really see about that. I should really see about that. I still that. have Money Python's complete waste of time software. <laughs> I have Unreal Tournament. Yeah, baby. Now the AOL yeah, discs were made were just perfect for his base. Yeah, there's there's that. I do still have, by the way, the setup and installation CD from the dial-up ISP I used to work for. And oh, let me tell you, that was actually a really good set of utilities and whatnot. Chris, would be really funny is if you used it and it still worked. It um, it might. It might. No, no, I meant the the utility company still having some modems in in, in use. Uh, well, the the company folded unfortunately a number of years ago, but um, it, it is what it is. 
Cancer Moonchild, you've heard of ball-peen hammer, and likely carpenter's hammer, which is more accurately called a claw-peen hammer. Well, today, you're going to learn about the upholstery hammer. It has two very thin noses on either side, and is not the shoemaker's or cobbler's hammer, which has a, a huge flat face. We're teaching this because Disney's releasing a partly live-action version of Pinocchio. Look at the bright side. It's still got to be better than the version they did with Drew Carey, right? Right? I don't right? know. I don't know. Probably Leo, so. the sun is getting lower already. Time to act like your star sign's namesake and start soaking up all that solar energy on the weekends. Just be mindful of what you're wearing. You might end up with some hard-to-explain tan lines. Yeah, that one came up because uh, somebody... Um, oh, and the not-safe-for-work post? Some, some, Somebody had uh, mentioned the idea of, you know, if, if you uh, were out in the sun doing some um, naughty things and had stuff on your face that could block the sun, you might get a tan in a very specific um, order. Just so... Well, there was National uh, Naked Gardening Day. I did see that and saw some pictures. Hey, look, I'm just saying that when I go to the beach, I am not responsible for other people's erections, okay? <laughs> yeah, but you, you really should take ownership. I mean, you, you, really, you really should. <laughs> if you cause the problem, you should be taking ownership of the solution. I think that's the start of some Dear Penthouse uh, story. Oh, my God. Does Dear, that even uh, exist anymore? <laughs> Virgo, the great god Murphy requires a sacrifice from you for this week. Worse yet, you won't be able to choose what it will be or when it will happen. It might be a to-go coffee that you leave on the roof of your car, or a sandwich stolen out of your hand by a seagull, or, and we're just spitballing here, making you forget your keys inside as you're headed out for the day. The good side is you'll find out just how hard it is to break into your house. I've never had to do that before. That that would be inconvenient. I've done the coffee on top of the roof of my car before. <laughs> uh, when, I was at, when I was in junior high, we had to go somewhere in a hurry. Um, my mom... Ran out of the house with her coffee mug. Uh, she hurriedly got me and my sister into the car. We took off. We got to wherever it was we were going. Get out of the car. The coffee mug was still on top of the car. Hadn't spilled a drop. What? Mm-hmm. Lucky as hell. <laughs> my mom also learned how to drive in New York City, so I mean, you know. <laughs> 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 she was a city girl. There's that. Oh, and uh, since Felix is mentioning cassettes, hon, I'm not the only one that still remembers back from the mid-90s a cassette deck that you could put into the five and a quarter inch bay in your computer in order to digitize your cassettes. So, don't yeah, give me shit. I remember those too. I still want one. I've got, I've, I, I don't know that anybody can see it, but back behind me, I have got uh, a shit ton of old cassettes back there from the days when well, I was on now college radio. Have is they have external cassette players and external CD uh, or record players that yep. you plug into your computer through USB port and you play and the software records the analog and, and converts it to digital for you. Yeah. I need that. I need that. 
Yeah, think about that one. Libra. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, Cindy Lauper, 1983. Great song, right? Smash hit for her. Started the whole rock and wrestling connection with uh, Lou Albano as her father in the video. And the, the mom in the video was Cindy's real life mom, which is part of the reason why they were able to get the video done for so cheap. And the bedroom scene near the end where everyone falls out of the door that is directly from the stateroom scene in the marx brothers film a night at the opera so go watch that movie this week oh and uh, her version is actually a cover from uh, 1979 so um enjoy had no idea i didn't until i was going through my goddamn music collection again god Scorpio, remember when flash animation shorts were all the rage and Newgrounds was the place to see them all? Especially Metallicops. Man, that was a great parody and social commentary, right? Fire bad. Well, that was released in 2000. You know what Metallica released in 2000? I disappear from Mission Impossible 2 and No Leaf Clover from a collaboration with the San Francisco Symphony recorded live. Which do you remember better? Either of those two songs or Napster Bad? This week, say something profound. There are people right now who are just like, Fire Napster. good! Fire bad! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I can't help it. I, I love... I remember when that first hit the internet, I, me and my buddies lost our collective minds. We were dying laughing. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, remember. And, they pay, and, and our fans pay like, you know, $50 for a genuine Metallica t-shirt and $100 for a genuine Metallica cock ring. And I just like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For anybody who has not seen that, it is on YouTube. Just look Metallicops up. You will find it. It's freaking hilarious, it's, man. It's, it's worth it. It's it's worth oh, the seven minutes. God. Mm. Your turn. Yep. Sagittarius. How about some more music trivia so that you don't feel left out? The band name Duran Duran comes from a character in the 1968 movie Barbarella. Dr. Duran Duran. You likely knew that. But did you know that the movie was based on a comic book series from 1962? It was turned into a porn comic book and is considered the first erotic comic book. Now here's your homework. <laughs> Go look up the term <laughs> Tijuana Bible, but not at work. <laughs> If I have to do homework, <laughs> you have to do homework. <laughs> Capricorn, just because there are people wrong on the internet doesn't mean it's your job to correct them. Your blood pressure meds are only just doing the job as is. Do you really want to explain to your pharmacist why you need an extra early refill on your drugs? She's trying to keep you alive. She's not your pusher. Unless she is your pusher and you need to come up with another copay. 
And for our friends over there who are British minded, that's chemist. Apothecarian. Chemist. Aquarius. Your impulsive nature is fun, but only to a specific degree. Cooking is something you can be experimentative with. Mixing vegetables with some kind of protein can be fun, but baking is way out of your league. Cooking is a forgiving art. Baking is an unforgiving lesson in organic chemistry. And we still remember how poorly you did in organic chemistry. Yeah, there's the running joke that uh, people have written out on the uh, on the interwebs. Name a book that brought you to tears, and almost mm-hmm. invariably, somebody will mention an organic chem book version to from college, volume just, four. Oh. Just, yeah. You want a book that actually put tears in my eyes? Oh, please don't tell me it was Microsoft.net C Sharp. No, that was easy. Um, believe it or not, uh, one that actually brought a little tear to my eye was Stranger in a Strange Land. I don't think I've seen that. Organic chemistry did make me cry. I hated having to draw out and name molecules. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know, yes, you can go ahead and you could call something hydrogen hydroxide, which is water. But there is actually a way of describing the molecule, which not only incorporates the individual atoms, but will also give you the form that the chemical actually is from one uh, from, from one atom to the other. There, there is actually a way of describing that, and it tends to be longer than trying to say Docius Aliexpistic Fragicalorupus three times slowly. Well, having to draw benzene rings and it was something like two tetra, you know, like tetraphenyl, I don't know, making up something, pentachloride, I just, oh, it made me cry. You know, see, this is why I'm glad I'm not a psychiatrist, because I'm listening to you guys complain about this, and the only thing I can think about doing is eating the popcorn here that's sitting in front of me, because this is highly entertaining. I could not name compounds, especially if there was a bunch of them. It just, uh, You know, the, the best part about this is... There is a German expression for what he's going through, and... I can literally translate it into English as fuck you. <laughs> Carol, you make me choke my popcorn. <laughs> Actually, Huela's dickhead, but yeah. No, no, I'm straight in front. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, you, you better deliver on this one. You better deliver on this one. Pisces, <laughs> pop quiz, hot shot. Your topic is about ancient Egyptian royalty headdresses. The pharaohs were normally depicted as wearing anemes on their sarcophagus. But while alive, there were two special hats they might wear. One looked like a bowling pin. The other, a flat top with a high backing. 
we'll go easy on you. What did they each represent? We'll expect you to already know the answer, so no cheating. We'll expect your essay on this stack of Scantron cards. You did remember to bring a number two pencil, right? Actually, I'd, I'd love to see somebody try to bring in a number three pencil just to see what happens. Those... That's the thing. Um, I had a, a member of my family deceased, but when he was alive, um, he did a lot of engineering work. So I, he, he would give me pencils whenever I come to visit. So while I had number two pencils in my pencil case, I also had number fives and number fours, number threes. Um, I had a number seven, a number nine. And believe it or not, um, like three different kinds of eraser materials. <laughs> I don't, you know, truth be told. One that was so abrasive that if you pushed on it, you could erase the paper. A hole into the paper. You had to use it with a very light touch. Then there's another one that was almost gummy-like, uh, almost like uh, like a, a stiff silly putty. And that was to actually lift the carbon off the paper. Yep, that's the kind of thing that uh, artists would typically use now. Yeah, but I mean, I had a lot of, a lot of stuff. So those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, a bonus, I guess, for you. You know, congratulations. Uh, but if you'd like a better or alternatively a nastier one, you can just go ahead and be in touch with me and bribe me by... Asking. I, I, I don't ask for much. Just a little bit of attention. That'd be really nice. You know, feed, feed my vanity. That, that'd that be really cool. I will I'll have buy a cup of coffee or, or a beer, you know, or, or something that's or not yet. or something that's not from Chi-Chi's at least. <laughs> or, or better yet, if you know the horrible scopes are going to potentially have something that makes them cry, make yourself some popcorn like I did. You you could you could go ahead and you could do that. I got checks mates. <laughs> I'll have the I'll have these posted online at the end of the week, of course, in the usual spot. So uh, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, Tumblr, because you know I've got a Tumblr because it's the way I do things around. Anyway, so that's all that. So let's let's go ahead and start with things the right way. Item number one. There are going to be a lot of people who are of a specific age who are not going to understand this reference. Mr. Warmth. Mr. Warmth, otherwise known as the incomparable Don Rickles. Don Rickles was a comedian. He was a stand-up comedian. He was a movie actor. He did a lot of stuff, and he was known professionally for being, I believe the term is, um, biting in his humor. He would have fun at people's expense, and he got his, he got his start back in the 40s with, like, the Rat Pack and such. He also had, um, just to qualify this, when people would roast him, he loved it. He loved as long as you were intelligent in how you attacked him. He loved it. What he didn't like was stupidity. He, so if you were smart about your humor, he would laugh at it. Oh, yeah. Even if he was the target of it. Oh, especially because, if he was. Because he understood that the context of the humor makes it funny. Yep. 
he he was uh, he he was something special. And I just realized that uh, my microphone's been a little bit on the hot side. To fix that. Don Rickles, uh, not the most photogenic of individuals. He he was not the prettiest person out there, but he was smart. He did his homework, and when he would do, let's 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 just call it roasting for a second because it's it's got a much better uh, it, it it's got a much better feel that way. If he roasted someone, and some people could call it an attack, but if he roasted someone, he knew what he was doing, he knew what he was going for, and more importantly, arguably most importantly, and this is something that pretty much any successful stand-up comic will do, they will know their audience. And that is a really, really, really tough thing to do. There, there is an expression that says, dying is easy, comedy is hard. And I believe that was Mel Brooks that said that, and it's true. It is absolutely 100% true. Because if you can't get your idea across to your audience, you fail. And as a stand-up comedian, if you fail, you don't get paid. So that's kind of the way that that works. Now, the the way that I had opened this whole thing, where, you know, is this you? Like we were saying before, the White House Twitter account especially has been dragging these complaining Republican asses, left, right, and center. Is this you? They're complaining about uh, the debt forgiveness, the the loan forgiveness for college students, and we're talking ten, maybe twenty thousand dollars worth of debt relief on these loans for higher education, which could just as easily be paid with oh, I don't know, um, a sliver of the amount of money that goes into the military budget currently in my country. I've done the numbers on that before. It's disgusting. But $10,000, $20,000. And these people are pitching a shit fit about it. And the White House is coming out and telling them, is this you? Here, here's, here's the screenshot. Here's where you can find the information. $20,000? That's kind of paltry against the $730,000 that you were forgiven for. You were given $700,000, $2 million, uh, 2.1 mil, if I remember right, was the highest one that I saw. And this was mm -hmm. money that was forgiven. Gone. Yep. There, there, there's no reason to pay it back. It's yours now. And we're talking about something that these people are trying to say is a bad thing. And I'm, 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 I'm absolutely loving this. And I'll, I'll, I'll make this last piece short because there, there are two angles on this that I absolutely adore. One of which is the ones who are just like, well, I paid off all of my student debt, and it took me 15, 20 years. So why should these people get a, a free ride for $10,000, $20,000? Why don't they have to go through it? The other ones, the other ones, are the ones who have said the inside thing out, which has been, 
if you make higher educational more accessible to the masses, how are we going to recruit more high schoolers into the military because they'll want to go to college instead? Or the ones who say, you know, why, why, you know, what will happen? It, it won't just stop at college repayment. People start getting, you know, health insurance and better pay and all that other shit. But they're, they're, they're negging it is what they're doing. They're oh. putting it in a negative spin. Yep. And okay. here's the thing. I paid off my college loans, the remainder of them in 2020. And there is uh, part of that legislation that would allow somebody like me to potentially recoup some of that loss. Um, I checked. I don't qualify. Not everybody does. Okay. This is not a for everybody kind of thing. And I'm okay with that. Sure, I don't benefit. I paid my stuff off early. But at the same time, paying off early, and this is something that a lot of people don't understand, means I'm paying less interest over time. So I still won without the government's help. But there are people out there that do need the government's help. And I've said it before. I don't mind my taxes being used to help people with education because educated people typically make better decisions overall not you you have plenty of educated people who make really dumb mistakes that's true you also have a lot of uh, uh educated people who make mistakes and they correct their mistakes and you have other ones that don't even make some of those mistakes because they've learned from other people's mistakes and you have some dumb people that learn from mistakes and don't even make those mistakes but the thing is is that overall when you have a society who is educated consistently then as time goes by they collectively get smarter and typically make better decisions for the society at large you say you want better decisions you know you want to prove to everybody that abortion is wrong okay well allow everybody to have better educations and i think you'll find that the need for abortion will deteriorate well, the other side of this, too, is back when I went to school, you know, it was $580 a semester, okay? And now you have to have a degree for most jobs, but most of these people are having to spend 100000 or more to get the same education that I got at 8% interest. And if they pay the minimum, they can never get... I mean, we have people that are in their 60s that are still paying off student loans. And that's simply unconscionable. $100,000 in debt, when you come out and get an entry-level job, you can't pay it back. Student loans are the one thing that you can't... Um, you can't file bankruptcy. You can't you get out of it. You cannot file it. The, 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 the government allowed legislation to be passed... Because there were, you know, people paying politicians to do it. That made it so that, you know, if you're eight, just turned 18 and you want a $150,000 mortgage, no, can't have it. You want a $200,000 educational loan? Sure, because there's no way you're ever going to get out of paying us for it. We will have you for the rest of your life. Yep. That's why you have so many people, millennials especially, 
that can't afford a house right now. Between the housing market going up, the fact that the rent's going up, everything's going up, 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 artificially in some cases. And when they go to the banks and go, hey, look, I'd like a mortgage to get a house. And the bank goes, well, your your mortgage payment would be $1,000 a month. Well, that's okay. I'm paying 2000 a month for rent right now. And I go, yeah, but we want you to save up like $25,000 before we're willing to take a risk on you. Yeah, 20% uh, down payment. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you have that $25,000 down payment ready, you know, if you're going for a mortgage? Because I pay my freaking apartment for $2,000 a month. I can't save up. Well, come see us when you save up the money. Bastards. Yeah. yeah. And let's also remember uh, a piece. When I was, when I had left college, college and I basically had a splitting of the ways because I was, I was ill prepared for college and I will, I will be the first to admit that. I ended up working at uh, a bank locally on Long Island. It doesn't exactly exist the same way as it used to, but be that as it may. I remember when savings accounts and, and I was working at what was a savings and loan at the time, back when it was still a good prospect saving and savings and loan. I can still remember that normal, traditional, what were called passbook savings accounts. Don't worry, kids. It doesn't, doesn't matter what that means for you. The interest rates were relatively high i can still remember when i was changing the numbers on the board uh every week or whatever the hell it was every month and there were some interest rates for savings that were double digits yeah and admittedly some of these were for like you know five-year cds okay you know that's perfectly fine but you have to also remember Interest rates for loans are higher than for savings. And mm -hmm. it could be savings account, could be a CD, could be a money market, doesn't matter. But if you are saving money, if these days you're lucky enough to get any percentage on that at all, it is never going to be enough to save up to cover a loan. And the amount of disparity between those currently when a general savings account could be, oh, I don't know, zero. Sorry? Half a percentage point. Yeah, if you're lucky. If you've got like yeah. a lot of money in, you know, like 10 plus thousand dollars in a savings account or a money market or whatever the hell it is. Mm -hmm. It's, you're always going to be behind the board. You will always be behind the board from from the from out of the gate and if you miss a payment now I, I want i want people to be clear on this because i had one situation i had i was paying for my car brand new car back in 89 back in 89 a honda civic hatchback with automatic nothing except the tape deck had an automatic reverse on it. It was manual transmission, manual, manual everything. All right. Ten, ten grand. I was paying for it with what I was earning at the bank. But I was paying over the amount that I needed to. I missed a payment even though I, you know, I had, I had paid enough where I, 
would have otherwise covered that amount. The bank called me to find out what happened. I didn't realize that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm ahead on my payments currently for the dollar amount. No, you have to keep making the payment. So even if you're early and you've paid enough where you would otherwise be, you know, on time, but you miss that one payment, they yeah. will haul and drag your ass because they can. Yeah. Almost had my car repoed. Uh, and I only owed $180 on it, and it was like a $12,000 car. A lot of cars um, this year and last year got excessively repoed from bad loaning, uh, bad loans uh, that were made in uh, 2020. And on the GOP, not just the GOP side of the house, but on the asshole side of that uh, of everything, you have people going, well, if you couldn't afford it, you shouldn't have gotten it. And it's like, yeah, but most people aren't taught that if you can't afford a car without getting a loan that's greater than three years, you shouldn't get the car. Everybody else is telling them that's not true. Okay. And right now we have a society that if you say it loud enough and you repeat it often enough and you have enough of an echo chamber going on, then they're going to believe it. Okay. And the problem is, is that the professionals who do know their shit, do know these things like if you can't afford uh, a car with without going beyond a three-year five-year being the absolute maximum but going beyond a three-year loan on that car then you should either downsize to something you can get with that three-year loan or it's not the time for you to buy a car at the moment yeah as an aside you by don't the, have the fun yeah sorry uh, stephanie has pointed out interest rates were high back then because inflation was too no argument. No no argument at all. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're also making less money. Yes. You know, if you had a teacher in 1972 making 13K and you allowed for inflation throughout the years and you have a teacher now making the same amount scaled to account for inflation that teacher would be making $93,000 a year. Gross. They don't now. Okay. I don't make that much. I would love to be making that much. Yeah, you know, me too. Teachers, I saw advertisements in Florida for part-time teaching positions that were like $15,000 mm -hmm. a year. Mm -hmm. Gross. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is a slap in the goddamn face. Yeah, I mean, we, we know, you know, people with their doctorates that they can't even get a full-time job at a university. They're teaching at three or four schools as adjuncts, and yeah. they're making about 18 k a year. And, you know, they're on snapping things because 18 k a year, they can't live off of that. Yeah, and you have, you have people who are saying, oh, well, um, you know, if, if you're not making enough money, go get an education. Well, you can't afford an education. One. Well, if you can't afford an education, you need to get a better job. But wait a minute, hold on. You're doing a quick catch twenty two here, buddy. You know, you can't have it both ways. Oh, catch twenty two, you've actually read the book. Congratulations. You've got part of your education. I have a copy of the book. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and and let's not forget that there are 
certain localities in these United States where the state has gone ahead and said, if you have been in the military, we will pay you to be teachers now if you were discharged properly. Florida. Yeah, it's I Florida. Florida doesn't want to, and they don't want to pay them well either. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to name the military them. doesn't mean you can teach. Exactly. But the question is, the fact that they are not um, certified teachers, which mm-hmm. one would expect that a school district would want, mm-hmm. because they are not certified educators, does that then mean, and, and follow me on this one a second, does that then mean that they can pay them less than what an actual certified registered educator would earn? Probably. Oh, but look. That's what, they would, that's what they would use to, to excuse it. I mean, but they've had so many teachers quit because of their bullshit, you know, don't say gay, whatever, and all that. I wouldn't teach. Neither would I. Somebody I know, um, and, and this is a person that I have to interact with, whether I want to or not, is in the nursing community. This person no longer works as a nurse. This sounds straight like it's up, a good thing. Straight, straight up with a hospital. Okay. This person now works with a nursing placement service, a temp agency, if you will. Okay. This person makes four times what they used to make. And now, when they have to go out beyond a certain distance beyond their house, the agency puts them up. It, it's a little less in profit on the paycheck, but they get a nice room at an Airbnb or a hotel or something for however how many days they're going to be out there. Their shift tends to be 10, 12-hour days. But unlike where a lot of hospitals were taking advantage of the nurses saying, yeah, you're going to work the closing 12 hours today, and then tomorrow you're going to work the the open 12 hours and suddenly you've got a nurse who's been on shift nonstop for 24 hours, which that's possibly illegal in many States depends mm-hmm. on, uh, healthcare laws, depending on, and, and healthcare, uh, different laws, different places. But this person's contract, they have to have 12 hours of downtime between stop of one, uh, one shift and start of another. So they actually get to leave the facility and go back to their whatever space has been allocated based on the agency and actually decompress and sleep and recharge. And so what happens is, is this person tends to work one, two, three, four weeks in a row and then gets one or two weeks off. And their paycheck is much, much bigger than mine. Where yeah. it didn't used to be. Yeah, and the hospitals are desperate for these people through these temp agencies because they stopped treating their nurses with respect. They literally tried to sue the nurses to prevent them from quitting into forced labor because they were trying to declare them abandoning their patients. There's a certain medical, uh, there's a medical term for that. It's in, in many states have these laws about uh, patient abandonment and you know, coming back to hit people really hard. So when, when your company, and by this I mean those hospitals that are desperate for nurses, right? Or schools that are desperate for teachers. When you treat your employees like shit, what the hell were you expecting them to do? Sit there and go, oh yeah, let me lick your boots and kiss your ass. 
Yeah, uh, there is a there is a, a relatively famous uh, line from the Drew Carey version of uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, where uh, Ryan Stiles had come out. I, I forget what the, the bit was. Uh, Ryan comes out and he's just like uh, supposed to be talking to uh, their kid. A teacher? Honey, a teacher? Honey, strippers make twice that money. True. Yeah, and that was even back then. Yeah, and that was that was the uh, mid to late nineties, and, and it it it's true, it's it still is true. Mm-hmm. There are there are groups that will whittle costs everywhere they can, and the term whittle is used for a very good goddamned reason, because it's it's nickel and diming, it's trimming just a little bit here, just a little bit there. It's another one of these things where it's just chipping away and chipping away and chipping away until all of a sudden, oh, look at that. The whole thing falls over. Uh, who could have possibly seen that except all of the other people who have been watching and seen it happening for literal decades happening? Yeah, I, I mean, want to say let's make $10 million or $15 million a year, you know. You know this, this stuff is nothing new. No, it's not. This, this crap that's been going on, you know. People are unionizing because things are so bad. And they're trying to tell you, you know, look at Starbucks, look at Amazon, look, look what's going on with all the unions happening. And that's a good thing. And yeah, it's a good yeah. thing. Of course, one of the major unions is trying to union bust police. <clears throat> and, um, you know, you don't see that this is something I learned from my, my father when he was an IBMer. And IBM didn't have a problem with unions because the unions couldn't get a foothold in the company. Right. That's because, because IBM actually treated their people like fucking yeah. people. Yeah, they, they did. They, yeah, they did. They gave them pay that the unions couldn't possibly negotiate. They gave them benefits that the unions couldn't possibly negotiate. They gave them time off and away and compensation that the unions couldn't possibly negotiate. And they made sure that they even had stock in their own company for crying out loud at a discount. I get it. IBM treated their employees as the investment in the future that they were, and they paid out. Yeah. I mean, and, and more importantly, when they lost a division, instead of firing the people like you would see every company do today, they move them laterally into light type positions based on their skill sets. And those that needed training were trained so that they could continue being a asset to the company instead of being seen as a burden. You don't see that anymore. People are nickeled and dimed at their own companies. They're nickeled and dimed in hospitals. They're nickeled and dimed in prisons. In education. Education everywhere, everywhere that they work. It, it, it's disgraceful. It's disgusting. When I hear people go, oh, you know, why should a guy who's flipping burgers make more than a teacher? You're absolutely right. That teacher should be making more than the guy flipping burgers. But the burger flipper who's working 40 hours a week deserves a living wage for flipping burgers 40 hours a week. See, they got this other mentality of... People shouldn't be doing better. They have this mentality of they should be down here with me, that crab mentality, pulling the crabs back into the pot. Yeah, and it's it's the idea of what has been 
pushed out as far as to the whole class warfare that's been going on. And and if if you think that's not the way that it is, and I'm being hyperbolic, uh, no. Which, of course, is what somebody who's being hyperbolic would probably say, but you know, be that as it may. The question is simply not being asked correctly. Why is a burger flipper deserving of $15, $15 an hour versus somebody who works EMT or a teacher? You know what? Why are EMTs or teachers making as little as $15 an hour? That's wrong. Yeah. That is very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You and that's that's exactly the reason why this topic was so great for me, because we see the groups, the very conservative groups, the maggots. Who, well, it's it's not just them. It it's they, they're the they've, loudest right now. Yes, but not for the not for this um not for the economics piece, because you know what? Screw it. I'll just say it. I have a hard time believing that the common MAGA personality actually understands economics. We don't. I'm just going to put that one out there. And if anybody's got a problem with that, stop me if I'm wrong. But it, they're also of the school of, you know, I got mine. Screw you. Yeah. They're also been mis, you know, there is a mentality that goes around that in America, hard work equals success, and they take it to the extreme. But the problem is, is it's not true. That is a fallacious statement. At the very least, it's an incomplete statement. The complete statement should read something akin to hard work plus the appropriate opportunities plus the talent, having some talent in what you're trying to do some educational background of what you're trying to do, having connections in the field that you're trying to get into, a, an appropriate support system. And mind you, that could just be simply very supportive and neighbors and friends and family saying, you can do it. There are people that don't even have that. And luck. People forget to take into account luck. They say, God, no, no, luck. Statistical probability. All that added together that could equal there's no guarantee but all that combined puts you in a higher statistical probability of actually being successful in what you're attempting to accomplish in the business world let's not regardless of whether it's digging graves flipping burgers or running a multi-billion dollar company all those factors have to come into play yeah, I was going to say, let's also not forget the old adage. It's not what you know, it's who you it's know. It's who you know. And, and that what's worse, sucks. What's worse is it's actually harder for that to work now. Because now, if you want a job, you don't get to just go in there and talk to the person you know and have them do an interview and, and get on with it. No, 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 no. No, they have you go through all sorts of bullshit. Um, for example, if you want to work, uh, some of the retail companies, right? If you want a job at that retail company, first you have to submit everything online. Then you have to reformat it online. Then you have to take a personality test. Then you might have to go get a drug test. And if you live in a state like Ohio or something like that, where things are 
legal, it the company may not care. You know, um, they put a lot of walls into place. I remember, uh, for example, when I, I I used to work for Best Buy. When I first was hired by Best Buy, there was no personality quiz. Right. But they started it a couple years later. The person who wanted the job after the interview, they had to stand in front of a computer while manager sat there, made sure that they weren't mis you know, weren't cheating and looking anything up. And they had to answer a personality quiz about if you caught somebody stealing something, would you let them go or would you report them? Yeah. Well, okay. You know, that one could be answered a lot of different ways. If I was at a Walmart or something and I saw somebody stealing baby formula and it was a mom with a stroller and all that, I might turn a blind eye to that. Because, you know, there are a lot of people who are in desperate need of those things and they're not even getting wick. True. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the same time, if I'm working for Walmart, it's my job to report that incident. Now, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to try to stop them because I'm not paid for that. Nobody is. Exactly. Even Best Buy put that in my agreement that if I see somebody stealing, I will not attempt to stop them because I am not paid to do that. They were very specific. Yeah. Um, I've got a piece on that uh, when you finish yeah. your, your thing. But but the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of these are designed to filter out if somebody is willing to stand up for themselves that actually gets flagged in the system. These are real tests designed by psychologists, mind you. These are not just something that the companies thought themselves up on. They paid millions of dollars to have these tests done. And so they are doing a legitimate personality quiz to see whether or not you're going to talk back to management, whether or not you would stand up for yourself, those sorts of things. And if you show these kinds of backbones in these questions, there's a real good chance your resume is going to get auto-dumped into the garbage bin. Yeah. yeah. The piece I was going to say really quickly is that, uh, again, back when I was working at the uh, uh, at the bank, we were told, and remind you, I was a lowly teller. If somebody comes in that wants to rob the bank, they want the money, you give them the money. You're not paid to be a hero. You're going to get somebody else hurt. It ain't worth it. The money is insured. It's not your money. It's just money. Yeah. And then there's the, the side to that, of course, where if anything looks even remotely suspicious, which it's a bank robbery, there's plenty of suspicion that tellers not going to get fired for, you know, not being able to be trusted anymore. There have been tellers who have been fired just because the bank wasn't certain whether or not the person had any involvement in the robbery, just because maybe the robber came at a most convenient time where the till was at its most full. Um, I actually saw this at a gas station. There was a gas station that had been robbed and they fired one of the employees because the computer had alerted the employee that their till was above, above a certain dollar amount. And this was before the gas station had installed specialty drop safes where you could instantly drop stuff from your door. You had to call a manager over. Well, the manager didn't come over right away and had kept putting it off and off because they were doing whatever it was that this manager decided was more important. And they got, they got robbed. The, all the money in the till got taken and the employee was let go because 
they said it was suspicious that they weren't following policy. Never mind that it was the manager's fault. Manager got, you know, kept working. But, yeah, and I know this to be true because I live down the street from the gas station that it happened to, and I used to talk to the register person who got fired. Fair enough. So when that person wasn't there anymore, and I started asking questions, guess what I found out? I'd never heard about anything like that. I'd never heard of a direct uh, robbery, so I can't speak to that one myself. So that's, you know. Companies I, like to do it to make themselves feel better. Yeah. Um, well, can, can we talk about this White House Twitter I, account? You know, considering, I think it's probably uh, incumbent upon us to go ahead and drag this the rest of the way across the finish line. Anyway, the person running this White House Twitter account. Oh, you're so is, proud of yourself because you knew I this. I am. Her name is Megan Coy, Coyne, and she used to run Phil Murphy's social media when he was the mayor of New Jersey. But anyway, she joined the White House uh, August 2nd of this year. And she graduated from Rutgers University with a bachelor's degree in political science in 2019. But she is amazing. She's like, I don't know, I, I would think of Jen Psaki, uh, except, you know, she's on Twitter. But just the right amount of snark, but does it in such a way that she's not going to get in any trouble. But, but that was the best hire that they could have made. And again, bring in the receipts to make sure that when they drag, they do it and cover their ass. Yep. It's amazing. And like I said, that is that is one of the biggest reasons why it is so desperately important for this to be done, quote unquote, the right way. If you're going to run your mouth you better have the goods to back it up. Yep. And yeah. these people MTG have got, got called out by the white house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She, she went for our government. And this was actually on Twitter for our government. Just to say, okay, your debt is completely forgiven. It's completely unfair. And then just like Bridget was pointing out the white <laughs> house team, went Congress, Congresswoman major Marjorie Taylor green had $183, uh, $3,000, $504 in PPP loans forgiven. Yep. And, and not just wrote it, did screen grab and showed it. Yep. And in such a way that it actually shows the information she, as necessary. Yeah. Yep. Cause she has a habit of deleting her damn tweets. And as a public official, we've already learned, you know, learned time and time again that they're not supposed to be doing that because it's actually a matter of public record at this point. And so like she tweeted, there's no pronouns in the Bible and a pastor or, or a priest or something, a, a reverend, I think it was responded with a, you know, chapter and verse of Jesus saying, I am he, I am he, I have written, or I have risen. I am he, or the two sentences might've been inverted. I have, there's a whole bunch of he's and him's yeah. and oh, yeah. somebody else, somebody else, 
you know, did here's what pronouns are and here's how many of each of these pronouns are in the Bible. And I'm going, somebody had a lot of damn time on their hands. But then again, she tends to piss off a lot of people by being really stupid. You know uh, there's I mean? no pronouns in the Constitution either. And I'm like, we. <laughs> we the people, asshole. I, 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 I'm. I know that the likelihood of us being able to do this is um, negligible at best, but would it not be delicious if we could raise enough money to buy every one of those Congress critters and senatorial snobs a copy, a DVD copy of Schoolhouse Rock? I'd be happy if they got a first grade primer on pronouns. Well, parts of speech. Pro the pronoun one would be in there because the DVD actually does have grammar rock in there as well as everything else because it's everything in there. They need it. Oh, Tell they actually that. did several. So, Schoolhouse Rocks has got a uh, um, Mims Elementary School for on pronouns. And then there was also a Rufus Xavier Sesperilla uh, one on pronouns as well. Yep. Yep. Now. And it's on SchoolTube for free. So, I mean, even if they don't have YouTube, access to YouTube, they, they could go to SchoolTube. There's also SchoolhouseRock.tv where you can see it. Okay. <laughs> it's on IMDb. <laughs> okay. But my my point is, wouldn't it be wonderful to just be able to send the damn things to them? Wouldn't that be so wonderful to be to visibly send those out? Wouldn't that be great? It would be. In the meantime, you control them on Twitter by getting a link to the grammar one on YouTube and spam it under their timelines. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh! Wait, Here it, wait, wait, Here, wait! I found the wait, IMDb wait. page for it, by the way. If, uh, in if, 1977. Wait, uh, the first the uh, the first one, um, three is a magic number, was 1973, if I remember right. Uh, Bob Duro, who, if I remember right, unfortunately has passed, I think. But oh my God, Bob, you just mm, thank you. Uh, if uh, imagine it this way, if we, if for if, as an example, if I were to package them. And put a receipt required thing on it so that I could actually have it. Uh, yes, it was received by. And and then you it know it would be a staffer, put, not, put, not the actual Congress. Put it put it on put it on Twitter. Look, it's coming your way. Here's the here's the receipt card. I'm waiting for it to come back to me. I got the receipt card. When are you going to watch it so that we can know that you know your shit now? Oh, Laverne Spicer. She gets on my last nerve, and she's a maggot. I forget what she's running for, if it's a rep or whatever. I don't care. The but, name Spicer just makes me want to gag anyway. But she put that her pronouns were kiss my black ass. She put that on Twitter. And so I came, yeah. And so I came back and I said, okay, I'll give you points on my. I said, but kiss is verb. My is pronoun. Black is an adjective. And ass is a noun. I'm glad I could help. <sighs> I By the love way, um, 
I love it when we it, can have the combination of, you know, being smart and trolly all at the same time. It, 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 yeah, it, that's what I do. It fills my black heart good. <laughs> well, I, I was I, trying I, to help her out, you know? I just want you to know yes, that sir. if they have Amazon accounts, right, all the politicians have, you know, just sign up for free Amazon accounts, that we could buy them a copy of Season 2, Episode 6, Rufus... Rufus Xavier Sasparilla on Amazon for $2 a piece. No. That's cheaper than buying the DVD. Just so you know. No, like I said, go to YouTube, pull that, and just spam it under your accounts. Yeah, yeah, you could do it for free on YouTube. Uh, somebody will see it and somebody will retweet it because I'm a troll. <laughs> okay. If memory serves, the Congress critters and such are not allowed to block accounts, but there's not. nothing that says that they can't mute accounts, right? Correct. They're, so what it is, is it's they're not, um, they have to prove that harassment to Twitter. Is If I remember correctly, feel free to call me out if I'm wrong on this. I don't mind being called out if I'm wrong. Just show me the evidence of where I went wrong, please. Um, but if I remember correctly, the public public facing figures are allowed to block if they can prove harassment. And Twitter has already gone ahead and said, no, somebody disagreeing with your choice, your your actions, your political actions or your political stance does not count as harassment. Now, saying that you plan to do them harm, that counts as harassment. Oh, absolutely. Insulting their family by, by saying something not factually true about their lineage, that's harassment. It's one thing to go, hey, MTG, why are you still with your husband? He's already been shown to, you know, sexually harass underage children. That's not harassment. That's a legitimate question based on a factual event. That was Bobert. Or Bobert, sorry. Sorry, I keep getting the two mixed up because they're both batshit crazy. Well, when, yeah. you're, you, when you're splitting up, you know, one brain cell between the two of them, it's hard to separate, yeah. Well, you know. So, but like see, there, there's my point. Uh, I was wrong on something. So if I had said that to MTG, um, that might have been considered harassment because I got the wrong person. Well, you take Sarah Palin and mi mix her in a peach tree dish with Marjorie... Taylor Green, you get a Lauren Bobert. I swear to Christ, I'm going to kick you off of this if you cut that out. Who, me? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I had a, I had a, I had a moment there where uh, brain cells were dying right behind my cochlea. Don't, don't, don't say shit like that around me again anymore, please. Okay. Come on. You, you like me. Don't do that anymore. I'm sorry, but I thought the peach tree dish was just so. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's out there. Again. Just, the fact that I actually got the word cochlea correct, you know, do, I, I, I deserve points for that, you know. You too. You too. Okay. Now, pity I'll, points I'll don't nice. count. By the way, I, I put the link to Rufus Xavier Sesparilla in the chat so that we can add it to the hot links. That perfectly understandable. Yeah. I'll get a lot of use out of that. <laughs> yeah, perfectly, perfectly reasonable. 
you know, maybe, uh, maybe I should add that onto, uh, uh, onto the Twitter feed for the account anyway, just so that we can have uh, a whole bunch of pieces where people can go and just, oh, which, uh, which insult do I need to use today? Oh, pronouns. Here we go. Maybe, yep. maybe I should, maybe I should start doing that. Well, you need to do it on Ted Cruz's account too. Oh my God. He did the same thing, except it wasn't black. I want him to just go the hell away. Yeah. I want a lot of things to change. I want them to stop saying, hey, you know, if you just give up coffee and avocado toast, you can get a house. Dude, no, you can't. Even if avocado costs like the avocado co- toast costs like 12 bucks and a latte costs four and you're saving $16 a day, it's still going to take you like 30 some odd years to get like a 20% down payment on a home at today's prices. And by the time we get to that point, the prices might even be higher due to inflation. I'm sorry. So may I'm sorry. Did you say may I say may, because we don't know if the housing market's going to crash. However, what we do know is that the car market isn't looking too hot right now. And the housing market has a, tendency to follow the car market six to eight months sometimes a little bit longer uh later so if the housing market true if the car market oh god don't do that to me bridget oh um real though i know but god damn it anyway for folks to Sujin, folks, pass the brain bleach, please. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I have I have tactical oh. reserves for a reason. Uh, however, if if you oh. want, I I I do have my uh, uh my uh wine opener right over here. Uh-oh. So if you uh, if if you want, I, I still have a corkscrew. I can kind of give you the Bill Murray treatment Hold for on. meatballs. On my titanium steel chopsticks over here. I'll just use those to gouge out my eyeballs. So anyway. Oh. God, I forgot what I was talking about. Holy! You're talking about housing prices following car prices, and I just yeah. found out through. Uh, oh gosh, who was it? Uh, Moody's. Was it Moody's? Uh, that the value on my house is going to drop by thirty nine point five percent. But what you owe still won't uh, drop at all. No, it won't. But. It won't drop. But that was their, you know, guesstimation because there's a bubble and, yeah. Joy. The point is, is that it's rigged against us. And, you know, you can say, oh, you're just being paranoid. But when a woman spends seven hours in a waiting room to be admitted to the ER, is never admitted to the ER, decides to leave, and then gets a $700 bill for sitting in a waiting room, you tell me that that's not screwed up when prisons for-profit prisons are saying that you got out of prison now you owe us 249 dollars for every day you spent in prison yeah. wait a minute what do you mean they were in prison they were working they were making money in prison and that money had to go towards their toiletries you know why would i pay you for sitting in a cell well we're a for-profit prison you now owe us money so now you're you know if you had a house when you got out your house might have a lien on it and we might have to get it possessed so that way we can get our money out of you. I mean, this is real stuff, guys. This this is not bullshit. This is actually happening. I'm, I'm saying this to the listeners. Mm. Because there's... I 
today was the day that I learned prisons were charging inmates who had served their time money. I was like, wait a minute. You're punishing them a second time. Some of these people went in before this stuff started happening. So when they got out, they weren't even made aware that it was going to happen to them. There are some who are going in now that know it's going to happen. But others, they didn't know at all. They they were in for years and years and years. And suddenly they've got $100,000, $150,000 in debt. Where the hell are they going to go? What the hell are they going to do? They can't pay that off. You know, and they're trying to get a fresh start. They've served their time. And there Jesus. are groups, and and this is this is where the whole "is this you" thing comes into play. News reporting, journalism, investigative journalism, is one of the biggest pieces that's necessary for doing exactly that same damn thing, because they are the ones that will bring this to light, that will show this is what's happening, this is wrong. Look at what it is that they're doing. They're getting. They're getting paid both ways, and yet they're not doing anything for the expectation of rehabilitation. Right. Because if people aren't being rehabilitated, what do you expect? You put a pause. You you put a pause. I'm sorry. You you, you play a video. Kids, once upon a time, there was an analog format called VCR, which is actually different from TCR, total control racing. Don't worry about it. It was a toy from the 70s. If you took a VCR tape in the middle of a movie, stopped it, took it out, put it into its case, 10 years later, you put it back in, it's going to start right back from where it left off. It's the same damn thing if there is no way of changing how people operate that's rehabilitation that changes how things are but if you don't change it you get the same thing and again journalists are the ones that teach us you know what's actually going on because they have a way of doing that and when they report on stuff and they let the public know they're doing exactly what we're talking about they got all the receipts I'm going to read this meme real quick that I have been putting on, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene's wall, Lauren Boebert's wall, Ted Cruz. You know, the ones that are mad about the student loan forgiveness are part of it. And they claim to be good Christians and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I know where you're going on this one, then. And so it says, if you're a Christian and you're big mad about the possibility of student loan debt being canceled, let me remind you that the entirety of your faith is built upon a debt you couldn't pay that someone stepped in and paid for you. Yep. And if memory serves, wasn't there uh, also something in, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was in the old Testament, I think. Uh, no, memory serves. It was in the new Testament about uh, charging interest. No, was it? No. There was, tr- but the point of this, they claimed to be no, 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 Christians. I got, and no, I got, I got, no, I got that. It wasn't the crucifixion to cover their debt. No, I got that. I got that. I'm, I'm just trying to remember where it was uh, 
in the Bible itself outside of all that, because, I mean, that's the meta of it all. But the actual chapter and verse about, you know, uh, charging interest on loans and forgiving loans or whatever the hell it was. Hey, you know, you don't you don't want to believe in that one. Well, here's where it is. Chapter verse that actually says exactly what you're supposed to do. You don't want to trust me explaining your religion to you. How about your religion explains it to you? Oh, yeah. And by the way, fuck y'all. I'm sorry. Did I say that one? You know, the thing with Jesus in the money changers in the temple. I mean, he was pissed enough to flip some tables. He flipped a lot of tables. And you know what? I love the idea of, you know, try to imagine Mahatma Gandhi coming around and just tossing shit left, right, and center because he, you know, all pissed off. I would love, I I would love to see stuff like that because it's earned. I know, I know, I know it's Mahatma Gandhi, but I mean, you know, it's, you, you get the idea. Yeah, another one that I thought was interesting was. I was deleted. Um, <laughs> Are you sure it was deleted and you just weren't blocked from somebody's account again? <laughs> no, it says this tweet was deleted by the tweet author. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Bridget has a like, very bad habit of getting into Twitter spats with people and, oh, look at this. They delete their tweets. They delete their I tweets or, or, or gets blocked. This was I'm, one I'm, from John Fuselgang. I think I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, anyway, Marjorie Three Toes said, are you telling me I should be scared? Are you threatening my life? No, it was John John Pavlovitz. And then I explained, no, he's saying watch your back because investigations are heating up. You may need to think about retaining legal counsel. He had said something like, you need to watch her back or something like that. And she was wondering if that was a death threat. <laughs> like, nope. Well, I mean, they they have to have this persecution complex. Otherwise, I mean, what the hell can they do? They can't breathe without that. Man, you know. But it got five likes. My reply did. So somebody saw it. Well, that's, that's something. But yeah, I give her shit on Twitter, but she deserves it and it's fair i don't do a lot with dragon folks on the uh uh the the show's account every once in a while you know there'll be a thing here and there it's you know worth it but i try to be very much more under the radar you should be but i don't punch down on people but if they punch down on me i can punch a hell back up and hit them hard and i do that's true and they end up deleting their tweet (laughs) Yep. But, you know, I was I was in the military and with them saying things like, well, you know, military sucks because now men can wear dresses there. I will punch the hell out of them. Um, why why would a man want to while he's on duty wear a dress in the military when that would just encumber him? Does, I mean, even women in the military while on duty don't wear a dress. They tend to wear fatigues, jumpsuits, whatever it is. I wore skirts. Yeah, yeah. There are there, there are skirts. There are formal skirts. In fact, um, I just saw um, that uh, one of the branches of the military is making um, custom bras for women 
so that so not only are they more comfortable but they're better supportive for the work that they have to do and i can think to myself is why did this take so long i'm glad that they're doing it i'm really (coughs) excuse me i'm really happy that they're addressing this and that they're doing it i'm just curious as to my only question is why did it take so long and a follow-up question might be are the other branches going to follow suit or do they have more relaxed policies that don't require that? Because I, I know that the reason why know. this one was being done was because of very strict policies. I don't know. I don't know, but the but the thing about men wearing dresses in the military, I mean, he was slamming on, you know, trans people. And he's obviously transphobic or homophobe or something. And I punched back as hard as I could. And then you have all these, you know, militia-type cosplayers that always say that they're in the army they never say they're in the air force or marines it's always army they're not they yeah, make saw fun the video. of me they're definitely not military <laughs> they make fun of me because oh you were just in the air force and i'm like well i don't think you were in anything you know show me your dd214 and i'll show you mine and then they delete their tweets you know i find it interesting that they just they, they knock you for and say air force because the last time i listen to like any military people knock and, and they all have they all have names for each other just, just, so it's not just one name and it's the air force themselves getting taken out uh they all have their own names jarheads for like marines and all of that stuff um yeah. yeah if they were really trying to insult you they would say you were oh you're a member of the chair force but yeah, they I don't know that. that if they were really in the army they would know that phrase yeah, and if, and, yeah, and then say the only reason why women go in the Air Force is to get an Army husband, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. It's like, I, um, doesn't work that way because the Air Force is no longer part of the Army. I yeah. know. Now, the, I, I got... being ugly, that's all. Yeah, I got I got three really quick ones on this one. Uh, one. Ooh, quickies. Do you remember who used to wear a a dress a skirt in in the uh, in the army once upon a time ago wonder woman wonder woman used oh. to wear think back on that one item number 2 men who wear skirts in the army there are people who kilt. do that no, it's called a kilt you're exactly right and do you really want to go head to head against no. a no. A military no, 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 person no. wearing a no. goddamned kilt. You goddamned right. <laughs> Item number three. In hell. Item number three. Ask any grunt in the army who is going to save their ass every goddamn time when they need it. It's going to be the guys in the goddamn pigs up in the air because the pigs up in the air go burnt. Those of you that don't understand that have never been anywhere near a military person. And if you ask a military person, what did this guy mean by the hog in the air goes burnt and will save your ass every time, they will laugh in your face and will not answer because you will die in ignorance. I want to know how many of these cosplayers have ever ridden on a C-130 sideways. Uh, you know what? My wife did when she was a kid. That made me so sick to my stomach. Um, I didn't barf. 
um, she and the family uh, went with uh, with dad because he was he was ex army, remember? Uh, and they they did ride um, in a, in a in a one thirty because they were able to at the time because family and and moving for uh, job military I forget exactly what it was but um, uh, she did not have fond memories of the toilet service bucket. Um, we didn't have a toilet service bucket. We just had these red nets and we're sitting next to each other. And when people start puking around you, it's real hard not to toss your cookies. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. And then dropped us in the middle of a field and said, okay, set up a field hospital. I'm like, okay. <laughs> For all the people that just dropped their cookies. <laughs> toss their cookies. Yeah. Yeah, there were men all around me going, and I was like, okay, let's not peek here. Yeah. I, I get tired of all these people that say they would die for their country. And then when you ask them to put on a mask, they go, oh, no. They give every excuse in the world. Every, every fucking excuse in the world. But they'll die for their country. <clears throat> uh, hey, dude. <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, it's easy to die for your country because it's easy to die. How about you do something hard, like live for your country, protect your fellow human, you know, and I, by protect them, I don't mean protect them from, oh, the harmful mask It's like, no, no, protect them from your own stupidity. Okay. Viruses are real. They kill. Even if you're, even if you don't believe you can catch COVID wearing a mask, uh, even if you believe that you're going to catch COVID wearing a mask anyway. The likelihood of catching COVID goes down when you wear a mask. The likelihood of catching COVID goes down when you wash your hands. The likelihood of catching COVID goes down when you wipe off those boxes you receive from Amazon and other places in the mail, you know, before you bring them into the house. Okay. You can take steps to limit the likelihood. That's what we're asking you. We're not asking you to protect the world from COVID. We're asking you to help reduce the spread of COVID. We're asking to you to be fight. Better. We're asking you to actually learn how to not roll a one. You know. Yeah. You well, say I you want to protect this key. country. The virus is real, and it's here, and it's hurting and killing people. How about you do your job and help protect those people? Put on a mask. They're selfish assholes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until they wind up in ICU with COVID. And all the stories about people who were either completely disbelieving until their literal last breath or begging, literally begging for a vaccination as they're gasping at these people. And they're just like, it's, it's, it's too, too late. late. And or the, the ones that were gasping and weren't asking for a vaccination, they were asking for medicine that wasn't going to work yeah. because their Lord and savior Mr. Rump. Dr. Oz was pushing hydroxychloroquine. Yes, and the, and there and there are uh, emails showing exactly that, weren't they? Yep. Mm -hmm. They've actually been protected. And it doesn't work. Good Christ, we're almost at the top of the hour. We we got to call it a night. I didn't even realize because uh, we, yeah, we could just keep going. We could, People, but we're not. They're already asleep. You know, the audience is already asleep. No, no, 
No. Or at least you better not be, because if you're listening to us while you're driving and we've put you to sleep, uh, we, we, that's, yeah, that's, that's a cruise control doesn't work that way. Trust me. I, I learned that the hard way. Dear. I, I read that in the actual manual for the, I guess I actually read the goddamn manual for my car when, you know what? We're not good. I did not have to fish it out of the garbage can. Shut up. Mine's still in my car. Yeah. But I did read it through. Yeah, there is that. But I shared a meme in our chat that you people can't see. And it's a picture of President Biden in a Dairy Queen with an ice cream cone because he's renowned for eating ice cream. And he's handing an L supposedly to a Republican. And it's like he's telling the GOP to take the L, take the loss. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that hand photoshopped on there? Uh, uh, yes. The L's probably photoshopped. Yeah, it does look like uh, the the hand with the L is, but it, be but that as it may, it is. Oh, it's, it's, it's terribly humorous, yes. I stole it from Fark, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's it's almost better than the, the picture of... Um, <laughs> With, with the with the big black sensor bar, yeah. which somebody has already doctored to be uh, th- an appropriate size, it reduced by about um, twenty. Uh, uh, that a was a legitimate amount. post that Junior posted with that redacted like that. He oh, did I know. that. I know, I know, which I know. is disgusting. I know, but be this like, make. Why are you- obsessed with your dad's penis yeah but as an as an aside by the way over there in uh, over there in the chat uh audrey hi fashionably late because we're almost about to wrap up everything and it is the top of the hour which means that we actually do have to okay technically we'd be done in five minutes for the end of the show mm-hmm. but so i'm gonna ask you guys if you've got anything left on the table that you want to do quickly, tech. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of things I'd like to do that are in one way, shape, or form or another related to what we've been talking about. I'm going to limit you to 12 talking points at this point because, <laughs> my God. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you ever watch the Rodney Dangerfield movie uh, Back to School? It's been a very I only long have time. one question with 27 parts. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> I have only I one. Scare you. Look, I, I just want people to, to think of it this way. This is real. Go watch A Bug's Life. And in A Bug's Life, they talk about how the ants don't realize that they outnumber all the others. And that if the ants were to ever realize that, they'd be able to rise up and Mm -hmm. take the means of production and food and everything else away from those who are in control. And that's the reality of the world we live in right now. The laborers, you know, the, the people who make the products, the people who provide the services, the people who support the services, they're all laborers, okay? You don't think of the laborers as just somebody who digs a hole, okay? The people who produce things and service those things and support those things are all part of the labor movement. Okay? What used to happen was 
that the laborers at factories and other such, when they had grievances, they would join up like a union would, and they would talk to the owner. But if the owner ignored them, they had a tendency to break down the owner's front door and beat the owner to death, possibly the entire family. Now we have unions and talking points and such. I think it's time that to remind the ultra-wealthy that we outnumber them. Not by breaking down their doors and beating them to death. Although that would definitely get the point across, it would be illegal. But grab your people together, stand up and say, we will be heard. We have OSHA regulations that you're ignoring. We have health code violations that you're ignoring. We have a right to be compensated for the labor that we provide. You know, this whole thing about unskilled labor is bullshit. Unskilled labor is somebody who never went to school, never learned how to do a thing, and they've never hit a hammer, never dug a hole, never done it that. Okay? If you know how to dig a hole, that's a skill. If you know how to hammer nails correctly, that's a skill. It's no longer unskilled. They use unskilled labor as a catch-all to get you to accept being treated less than respectful. Stand up for yourselves. As a team, you do win in those scenarios. And we're seeing it. Because if it didn't work, Amazon and Starbucks would not be spending millions and millions and millions of dollars fighting unionization. Agreed. What do you got left on the table, hon? Um, I just dropped a link that you may want to put in the show notes, but a lot of these Christo-fascists that are, you know, the extreme far right are in a movement called the New Apostolic Reformation. And, you know, it's a form of dominionism and all that. But this is a Wikipedia link. And for anybody that's not really familiar with that, you may want to check that out. There's a lot of stuff in our chat that I'm going to have to sort through and try to figure out what the hell's going in, what isn't. He'll be laughing at a lot of stuff when you get to it. Yeah. Uh, I think that this would explain what the hell's going on over here in this country. Yeah, there's there's a lot of weird all over the place. Um, for me, the only thing that I've got left is to remind folks. When we troll people, and and just bear with me a second, when we troll people online in, on these uh, social settings, a lot of times we want to do it in such a way that it's going to change somebody's mind. We would like that. That is that is that is the absolute hundred and one percent position of what we would hope would be. We know for well we're not going to get that. The vast majority of the time, we're not going to get that. We know for well that if we're going to troll somebody and we're going to have the receipts to go along with it, we're not going to be able to change the person that has done wrong. Because a lot of times, they're simply entrenched and they refuse to listen because they refuse to be wrong. It's the splash damage that makes all the difference in the world. What's been happening with the voter registrations 
is a huge indicator of what's going on. And so long as we keep hammering and we keep putting that splash damage out there, the people that are necessary to make the big shift are the ones who are caught in the middle of it all. The ones who are caught best with the splash damage. They're the ones who we can change their minds on. We can influence them. You don't have to be hitting somebody over the head. It is entirely possible that the ones who are already putting out these giant hand grenades of knowledge are the ones who can do most of the work for you. You're the ones who lie to me, I will put up a man that's a citation, please. If you really want to use these to your advantage, you don't have to do the talking. All you need to do is to hit that reblog, repost button and just let the feathers fly where they will. I think that's She's about vouch that I retweet a whole lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get a whole bunch of notifications a lot of times in. Because I'm retweeting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and every once in a while, I'll get a little thing that says, hey, you might want to go ahead and take a look at this. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Um, could you not Could you not put all of my goddamned accounts at the same time? I mean, there's only so many times my battery is going to run out with the buzzer going off for me. It's Thanks. that I tag you in is cool. Like that chocolate that, sculpture thing was just amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about that off uh, when we're done over here because there, there's just a thing about that. Um, we are going to go ahead and call it a night. So everybody, thank you very much for being with us. Hope that you had yourselves a good time. And now you got something to think about for the week ahead and uh, hopefully something that's going to be worthwhile thinking about. Over in the chat, uh, as I mentioned, Audrey, hi, glad you're able to make it even, you know, I, I don't know if you have been here longer, but I only saw that you commented before next time. If, if, if you want me to see you earlier, if you show up, just, you know, any, anything doesn't matter. Uh, Felis, you take care of yourself, please, you know, take care of yourself. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the, um, I'm hoping for the little cat. Good luck. Take care of all that. And Stephanie also, you know, good luck with the, with the new locale. Hope things are working out nice and safe for you. Uh, I was going to say something. I, I, I kind of lost my train of thought because it's getting a little bit on the late side. And I'm thinking to myself, I should really have something to drink. And all I got to drink over here is this piece of shit. And I'm not going to drink that anymore because screw that noise. Tech. You take care of yourself, and um, I'm I'm so glad that you laughed and you understand what the the air hug goes Bert thing is. <laughs> I'm I'm very happy for that. You take care of yourself. Man. I know what it is too. Yeah, well, you were in the air force. You've got I it know. out. You've I know. Very, you've got you've very much got it out on that one. But in any case, <laughs> you also um, you take care of yourself. And who is your special friend this week? Ash Patel, he is selling merchandise off of this shit. Fuck yourself. What kind of merchandise? 
Well, he's not going to become he's, a billionaire overnight. He's, you know? he's trying to fundraise off of all of this rigmarole at Nara Lago, which is the new name. Uh, he's selling hats for like $35 that have like K dollar sign H on there. He's a grifter. He's the guy that Trump tried to, you know, put as like, I don't know if it was an AG or what, something high up in the government anyway, but he can go fuck himself. I'm going to add to that one, by the way. Okay. Whoever it was that was in charge of vetting the people visiting Mar-a-Lago and getting in close and personal with the guy who's going to be brought up on espionage charges because apparently somebody um, got in nice and close with him and Lindsay mm-hmm. got photos with him and Russian asset. There you go. So, um, and a couple of Chinese spies, you know. Yeah, there, there is that. Um, there, we know full well that there are going to be some people who are going to be still be grumping and grousing about why the why the hell is this guy not already behind bars? Um, I, I know full well that I speak on behalf of all of us. We get it. We are absolutely, absolutely as frustrated as the rest of you, but. Mm-hmm. We also know two things. The old truism is the wheels of justice turn slowly, but turn they do. And number two, do you really want this son of a bitch to get out and squirm out because of a missed dot over an eye? And we already know in the mafia, it's the top boss that goes down last. They still have some people they're working through. And as a reminder, one of the last big bad bosses that was taken down and sent to Alcatraz. He was not brought down for racketeering. He was not brought down for gambling, for murder. He was brought down for tax evasion. The Al Capone. Yep. So if you think that maybe there's a group that's going to go and get him, it is entirely possible it's a front in order to go sideways. Again, slowly, but turn they do. I know it's frustrating. We all know it's frustrating. We want it done too, but we want it done right. So let's get on out of here. Uh, if you'd like to be in touch with us, all contact info is over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail message, the phone number is 859 HCTV 554. 859-428-8554. If you would like a phone call from me, leave me a message and let me know. I'll be more than happy to give a call so that I can actually use the phone number once in a while. I mean, maybe I should rent this out so that I can make make phone calls to people and, you know, kind of like Cameo, uh, except, you know, with a a phone call or 
except I don't know. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to make phone calls on people's uh, on people's behalf, just because you know we see what happens. We will catch up with you again next week. If you've got ideas for uh, a topic that you want us to cover, you know, just let me know. I'll see what I can do. Otherwise, just please, on behalf of again all of us, please stay safe and stay healthy, and just remember, we will continue to be here for you. That's part of the job. So until next week, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My lady, it's too many damned years on, but I am still in love. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. So until the next time we're together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.